Listen closely, and you'll hear the sound of the Podcast Whisperer. David Allen challenges you to learn what it takes to be a world-class podcaster, because everyone has a story to tell. Welcome to the Podcast Whisperer. My name is David Allen, and this week I have asked the creator of Podcast Reviews, Reviews Podcast, Ken, to join us this, this week. How are you doing, Ken? Hey, doing well. How are you? Good. So I am so excited to talk to you because you were actually part of the first launch of Podcast Whisper. You're one of the very first shows that I actually um, reviewed and featured. And, yeah. and, you know, back that was in March 22nd, 2019. And I have to say the growth of your show has been so phenomenal. Walk me through it. Like walk me through your concept. Yeah, I mean, you really, your episode was the uh, ship that launched a, a thousand episodes or whatever that saying is. Um, but yeah, so our show, if anyone hasn't heard, is, is a show that reviews the reviews of its podcast, left on its podcast by whatever podcast review service. Right now, we're using Apple Podcasts, even CastBox and stuff like that. So we've expanded a little bit from our initial premise, but we just review your reviews on our episodes and then, you know, you tune in and hear your review and we talk about it. So we're going we're gonna to play the intro real quick. It's a very short intro. So we're going to play this so the, the listeners kind of get an understanding. Yeah. Welcome to Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast, the podcast that reviews the reviews of its podcast. I thought we would finally take a break. So it's very short and simple, which is, is great. But the concept of this, how did, how did this, how was this born? Because it's so interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in a time where I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and I noticed a general theme was people would ask for reviews all the time at the end of the episode, the beginning of the episode. They would constantly be asking for reviews, but as a listener, I never had to hear what those reviews were. And so I wanted to create a podcast where people would leave reviews and then be rewarded for leaving reviews other than, and the listeners could also kind of be in on it too, so there's not like a loose end about where the reviews are going. So I thought it would be better for everybody if they could leave reviews and then hear what those reviews were so everyone knew what they thought about the show and what other people liked about the shows. And, and I loved like, and I know the, and, and I, when I first did this show and I first featured it the first time, uh, season one of podcast was where we'll call it, you, uh, you would give them ratings as well. So like when you were reading, Oh, you know, five stars from this person, five stars to you too. Yes. I like to, you know, I want to make sure that I give an adequate review and rating based on your review. So if you've got left a good review, which is, mostly stars based that, you know, I will generally leave a pretty good review back. So that's a good incentive to leave a good review for our show. So it's like an, an exchange program, as it were. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a cool concept. Now, the one thing I didn't hear and, and going through your catalog of, of uh, episodes, have you gotten any negative feedback at all? Well, weirdly, we don't get negative feedback. I think the show is just so popular and well-liked that nobody's ever found a problem with it so far. So that is a, you know, a silver lining. I don't know if we ever will get any negative feedback. I'm not really anticipating the, the time for that to happen, but so far, no, no bad reviews have come in. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Cause that's one thing I was looking for is just to kind of get the good, bad and the ugly to kind of see if they're, but I haven't heard anything. So I just assume that, like you said, it was just so popular. I want to play a clip from you. This is from the first time I, I featured and reviewed your show and, and just I, even me, I have to laugh today because like when I listened to my own reaction to the show, it was just, it was kind of funny. So just, this is, this is what it sounded like the first time when I, when I uh, reviewed your show. So I saw the review come over for this 
asking for this show to be reviewed. At first, I thought it was a joke, and I'm like, this is kind of crazy. And at first, I was like, this is actually kind of dumb, to be honest with you. But then I really thought about it, and I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of funny and cool. It's in the comedy portion of iTunes, which where it belongs. And he's 13 episodes in, so I'm guessing every week is what he says that he reviews the reviews on his podcast. So follow along. I know at first it was, it was hard for me to. So the podcast is called Podcast Reviews, Reviews Podcast. So like in his introduction that you heard before, he reviews the reviews that are left about that podcast. I know it's, it's, it's so mind blowing because it's so simple, but also so very fun at the same time. It's absolutely brilliant. You know, I, <laughs> that was my reaction when I, when I saw the, when I saw the thing come over on type form and I'm looking at it, I'm like reviews and I'm listening to your show. I'm like, this is really stupid. What in the world <laughs> are people doing? But the evolution though, talk to me about the evolution. I mean, you got merchandise, you got all kinds of stuff going on. So, so talk yeah. to me about that. Well, the really nice thing is uh, because you gave me a good sense of what people come into the show thinking about. Like I, uh, coming in, obviously, I understood the premise inherently since I created it, but a lot of listeners would have the same reaction you would, and they would just think, this is strange and weird, and I don't get it. So using that kind of helpful feedback, I was able to realize that people want things like a logo, uh, merchandise, things like that to make it cemented more. So I got a website and all that kind of stuff um, to make it seem like a more real podcast. I joined some podcast groups to kind of get the word out about that, um, stuff like that. So any, any way I could to kind of like disperse uh, the image that our podcast was actually real and that it was uh, actually a, a real thing. So yeah, we, we got a better logo. We got uh, more, you know, uh, feedback, look more Twitter followers, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that was one of my things that the logo looks great, by the way, the, the new logo looks amazing. And Thank you. Uh, you know, the other thing, you're, you're kind of taking this to the next level too. This next clip I'm going to play is, it's, it's in a completely different language. And, and we'll talk about this in just a second. <laughs> Maligayang pagdating sa mga review ng podcast. Review podcast. Ang podcast na sumusuri sa mga pagsusuri ng podcast nito. Kung ito ang kauna-unahang pagkakataon na sa wakas ay nakakarinig ka at nauunawaan ang isang yugto ng TRRB. Ito ay dahil naakma namin ng perfecto ang episode ng linggong ito sa iyong katutubong wika. Gamit- so I don't understand any of that, but you know, I, I think it's, it's great because it's, again, something that no one else is doing. A, no one else is reviewing, reading the reviews of their own podcast. And now you're taking it to a whole other level by merchandising it and, you know, doing Patreon and things. And then on top of that, we're going to do it in a different language. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that. So right now, like we talked about, no bad reviews. Every, so I assume that our podcast is essentially perfect, right? Everyone likes it. It's great. But we just don't have enough outreach to be like, we're not the best podcast so far, well-known-wise. So I thought we need to expand our reach to different countries. So I looked at our analytics. I saw the top 26 countries that listen to our show. And I just made an episode in Google Translate for each of their languages. So hopefully, maybe if they're a listener and they don't really, you know, they're afraid to write it in English because they don't know if their English is good enough. I'm trying to encourage people, hey, no matter where you are in the world, write a review and we'll still review it. And that's, that's the evolution. I mean, I have, I have nothing to say. That's, that's what's so great about this. I've listened to the episodes yesterday and, and, you know, even, and and then let's take it even further. This is the last bit that really blew my mind is, is your press (laughs) kit. 
Um, oh. I, I loved the press kit and, and I'm going to play that too. Just This episode is designed specifically for you, the reviewer, the journalist, the otherwise podcast professional. Um, This is here to walk you through the press release and press kit I just sent out to you. I don't know if you got it in an email or you're coming off of our PRRP.website, but either way, this is an audio file guided tour through the press release so you can try to find out what this podcast is, what it's about without having to deal with all that extra stuff of trying to sort through someone's press kit and press release. So if you've already seen the press release and stuff, that's okay. I'll go over it again just in case you haven't. But otherwise, you can just listen to this audio file instead of having to worry about sorting through all that stuff. So I'm going to put on some nice meditative music in the background. We can just slowly walk through. It'll be a nice time and you can learn about PRRP, Podcast Reviews, Reviews Podcast. And so what's great about that, though, is like you leave, you leave nothing out there for people to, to, to discover because you, you just literally, they cannot come to you and say, I don't know what this is about. Right. Yeah. I want to make sure I cover all my bases. That's kind of every episode. I want to make sure I'm tackling some idea to keep expanding the brand and drawing in new people or at least trying to bring in awareness to the show in some way. So where is, it's an interesting term you just used as brand. So what, yeah. what is this brand and where, where do you see this brand going? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think right now the brand is basically like, um, I want to listen to a podcast. I don't want it to be too long. I want it to be um, entertaining. And so I want to make sure I continue. Um, it's a, I, want, I want it to be a pleasant experience. Sometimes I want it to be educational. People say they've learned about press kits from that episode that you just played. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be kind of a go-to podcasting 101, almost in a lot of veins, similar to your show. Um, a little bit different tonally, I think. But, you know, if people listen to PRRP, they really understand what it's like to be a podcaster and to make a podcast. So in that way, I want to continue on that path and just kind of work continuously on ex- just expanding outreach as much as as much as much possible. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're both essentially doing the same thing um, in, in the sense that, like, you're just giving back in a different way and I'm giving back in a different way. And, yeah. and that's what I think the podcasting community in general just needs. I mean, it's, it's a great concept. Like I said, I've, I've never heard anybody else still to this day. And, and you've been doing this for a while <laughs> now because it's been at least March of 2019 right. when, yeah. when it, it seems like you launched. And um, nobody still to this day, because I don't think they, they quite get the concept. And, and I love the fact that you're involving the listeners into that. And like you said, kind of giving back to them, like, oh, you know, I value your feedback so much. So I'm going to read it out loud and then give you my thoughts. What I really loved, like the first time, because I, I re-listened to the first episode when I when I reviewed it the first time, was mm-hmm. that you would walk us through your process too. Like, there's a lot of episodes there. I mean, they're only like a minute. Some are even 15 seconds. But you just, <laughs> you know, like the PE episode, you're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there's like no kids back here, but it's, the, the swing's like really loud, you know, and just <laughs> the, the way you walk us through your, your, your thought process as you go in, it's, it's like we're connecting with you in a completely different level. Yeah, I like to create a little a personal, I want someone to listen to PRP and know that I'm going to guide them along. They're not going to be lost or confused because the premise, like you said, is a little bit uh, strange and confusing. I want to give a warmth ease of welcoming saying, Hey, don't worry. We're going to, I'm going to walk you through this because I'm still learning too. So we're all going to learn together and part of that's the journey that we're on. Absolutely. So award winner, you're also an award-winning podcast too. Talk to me about that's that. That's true. So um, back in last, uh, I think it was October or so time, you know, goes, but uh, when there's a, <laughs> sure the, there was a uh, award uh, ceremony that was put on by like some independent award company, but a lot of podcasters applied to this 
And we happened to win actually three awards uh, during this. So we won best new spoken word production because it's mostly just like chatting, talking podcasts. It's not a lot of uh, mostly just my voice. And then um, so we also won best musical composition because I also wrote a little uh, rap about uh, a review. Someone submitted uh, their grocery list as a review. So I put it to a metronome and kind of wrapped their grocery list. And we won an award for that song as, as well as um, I think just overall best spoken word uh, writing or something. I don't, well, there's so many awards, it's hard to keep them all straight, but yeah. So that was a really nice experience. People voted for our podcast. It's a popularity contest basically. And we came out on top. So it feels pretty good to win. It, and that is, that's great. That, Cause you're, you're the first award-winning podcast I spoke to, which is, which is pretty amazing. Oh. And, and um, you know, congratulations on that, by the way, I was so excited to see that when you, when you put that out on Twitter, but yes. What What is your biggest challenge, though, that you're finding since, like, the start of this? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the hardest thing, I think, is without, like, a, a big marketing budget, it's really hard. When you when someone finally listens to the podcast, they go, oh, this is good. I don't know why I wasn't listening to this. But the trick is to get that from each person to a different person that hasn't heard it. And I don't have the Hollywood budget to make my um, Ron Burgundy podcast, be, <laughs> you know, in every ad in every show. So I have to rely pretty much on either word of mouth or just um, interviews like you with stuff like that to, to kind of spread the word. And it's, that's my biggest challenge. I think is just kind of spreading the podcast. Cause maybe there's some, you know, room for growth in, in, of the podcast itself, but it, I feel the, the bigger challenge is just getting people to know about it in the first place. So yeah, I, yeah, word, word of mouth is, and that's, that's what I always preach too, is, is definitely, you know, interview as much as you can have people on your show and, and, and just, you know, plug your show as much as possible. And what's crazy though, is even the celebrities though, they're, they're very much into pod fading. Like, I don't think Ron Burgundy's even doing a podcast anymore. I, I oh, listened yeah. to it when it first was out for a little bit. It was fun, but even I kind of grew tired of it because it was the same character. It's fun watching him on the screen and Will Ferrell's mm-hmm. very talented, but I think that the Ron Burgundy thing was just a terrible, terrible idea because you know, <laughs> again, too much, you know, it was too yeah. much. And, and that's the thing. Now, do you, do you listen to your shows and kind of critique yourself and say, you know, Hey, I should do this differently or. Um, I don't spend a lot of time. I like to uh, say, I, I look forward, not backwards, you know? So sure. I'm sure there are some, especially because the, we've changed our name from, iTunes reviews podcast to podcast reviews reviews podcast. So there's been a lot of change throughout it, right. and so I think it would give me a headache if I kept going back and be like, "Well, that's clearly wrong. It doesn't apply anymore." So I just try to go forward as much as I can, taking in as much feedback and knowledge as I can, and kind of just interpreting it at the time, and then hoping I can keep moving forward in a good way. Yeah, and I think that's that's definitely sound advice. You know, we I I, I listen to myself. You know, I'm from a, a very radio background, so for me, mm-hmm. it was you know, we sat down with our production manager and the production manager said, okay, this is what you could do better. This is what you're doing good. And, you know, things like that. So I've always been ingrained to kind of listen to like, before I air this episode, I will listen to it just to see if there's anything I need to improve on. And I'm just always curious to know if other people do that because, you know, critiquing yourself, obviously you're the, you're the most hardest critic you'll have. Yeah. But in this show, again, everything is just, even the audio quality, everything is so good. And even when you're not in a studio, which we can definitely tell when you're not, because, <laughs> you know, the background noise, it still sounds amazing. So is it just you who does this or do you have a team that helps you with it? Um, occasionally I'll have a couple extra hands. It's mostly me. Um, it just, it, occasionally I'll get some people in to help with um, some, some sound effects or something like that or some musical stuff like that. But um, I do the primary uh, recording and editing of the vocal tracks and stuff. So 
uh, yeah, I'll, I, a lot of learning how to do levels and get that sounding good. So, cause I, I, one of my pet peeves is not being able to hear a podcast. So I just <laughs> try to make sure I'm always at least loud enough, maybe too, too loud, but you know, there is a, yeah, there's definitely, you know, audio quality is definitely king when it comes to podcasting. And mm-hmm. I, again, another thing that I preach and most of the stuff I hear is, you know, I, it's a shame because the other day I was, I was reviewing a podcast and I mean, it is, it is a phenomenal show, but my God, the audio levels are so terrible. If I have to adjust my <laughs> volume from, you know, it just, it just, I, you lose interest. I mean, you're in the car, yeah. you're not going to have access to volume at all times, you know? So, right, right. And I get it. You know, we're all starting out. A lot of people don't understand. They don't get it. But, you know, that's, that should be the first thing that we should really look into is the, the audio quality of, of what we're putting out there. Because, you know, people are putting, putting you in their ears, you know. So right, you know, right. Salt them by <laughs> stuff like that. What is the, the biggest resources that you found that has helped you in your journey? Um, I think uh, really what I've been doing, um, and it's, it's almost all cataloged on the podcast itself, but I've been just kind of, uh, taking like stepping stone to stepping stone, um, of like going to Reddit, going to, and so one of my big, uh, resources has been a discord server where there's a lot of different podcasters. They have a lot of advice about like sound editing or like what kind of, you know, uh, places that like I found out about those awards through the discord server, for instance. So finding a group like that, whether it's in a, a Reddit community or, you know, even a Facebook group or something, finding like-minded podcasters can usually be a resource I find for me. And that's, that's awesome too. Again, we talked about that earlier, just, you know, just the inclusion and trying to, mm-hmm. to trying to help. Now, have you had any previous experience before you started this show or is this like, you know, this is the, this is a result of, of a couple failed shows? Um, I, th- this was the, basically the first show I've, I've done. Um, I did a side show for, it's, it's another reviews-based show, um, but didn't get any traction. But I started that after I started this show. Um, and that show is, wants to be more of a narrative where I will, it's basically like short stories where someone submits a, a prompt in a form of a review and I would continue it. But I didn't get enough reviews to continue it. I, want, I like the idea of the reviews as part of the show. So um, this is the only podcast I, I'm still working on continuously. And, and basically you, the first one. And so, so I guess what I'm, I'm asking though is-, is Oh yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. When you, when you started this show, have you had any prior experience to this or you just kind of jumped in and kind of learned oh, as it went? I just jumped feet in. I didn't know, I had no outlets. I didn't know what to expect. I, I didn't even have like a Twitter presence for, you know, 20 episodes or something. I didn't, I didn't even know what to do at all. So this was my very first kind of foray and I had to learn everything as I went. Yeah, I think I remember that because I think I was either your first follower or something like that. You don't even have followers. Yeah. I can't remember, but I remember mentioning <laughs> it the first time on the show. So yeah. let's talk about beginners then. So somebody mm-hmm. in your shoes who want to grow like you and, and, and win these awards and do the things that you're doing. Right. What advice can you give them to, you know, to, to start out so they're not so discouraged when, you know, they're not getting the numbers or they're not feeling like, you know, this is, this is working out? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think... Uh, listen to our PRRP podcast reviews podcast. It'll walk you through the whole process. And, um, but if you want to skip ahead, you know, I would say probably it behooves you to have an internet presence um, in form of maybe Twitter or uh, like your usernames locked down on different sites, try to get your podcast out to like all the different, there's so many different, there's like 20 different, you know, uh, podcatchers now that will take them. So just make sure that your podcast is being dispersed. I see people who have some only on like one like Google podcast, but not on iTunes or something. So like get that all set up beforehand. Cause I started it before my podcast 
I didn't realize there was like a, a time lapse. So just really like make sure everything's ready to go before you're starting the podcast, I guess I should say. Yeah, I always recommend at least three shows in the can because in this way on launch day, when you're ready to go, you have the three shows. And by mm-hmm. the end of that week, then all three of those will be published on all the different platforms. And, you know, speaking of platforms, you're, you're obviously on anywhere they can hear podcasts, right? Yes. Yeah. And how do you, I, I, how do you oh, manage that? Well, I use Anchor, um, which basically auto disperses your podcast to anywhere. I think they're primarily Spotify, but they um, also send it up to everywhere. So when you sign up for an Anchor uh, account, you basically uh, are set, ready to go. So you just like, if you put your episode up to schedule, they'll, they'll do the background work. So by the time your three episodes or whatever go out, then that'll be ready to go too. That's phenomenal. And how do you manage your, your analytics and your numbers? Um, they have a base, a little bit of a, it's a little bit, uh, I don't know, like new, I guess it's not, it's not super, um, I don't know the word, like it, it's not complicated. It's, it's just kind of, you don't really get a lot of stats, but I can see basically which countries listen to me on the anchor website and what, uh, how many listens and or whatever I get each week. I, I don't think it goes into much detail. I think my demographics are like two thirds women. Um, but that's about as deep as I, I know about my analytics. I don't look at them too deeply. If I can yeah. give you some advice on this, um, yeah. Chartable is, is an excellent resource. It's chartable.com. It's free. Okay. And it'll give you in-depth. I mean, you have to connect your, your uh, like, well, this is where, okay. So this is where I, I kind of, I like control of my own show. So for mm-hmm. me on Spotify, Google, uh, Apple Podcasts, all those sources, I, I have individual logins. I, I individually manage them myself and, and when I can distribute and things like that. Anchor is a good resource for that for somebody starting out. But when you really, right. really want to dive deep into it, um, you know, Chartable is a great, great resource. It's free. It'll give you better analytics than Anchor um, can. And it'll, it'll break it down by demographic. And, and it'll also show you where you're charting too. So chartable. So like right now, confession radio and podcast whisper, we're charting in Venezuela and Italy and Paris right now. So, and it'll tell you what position you're on the charts. If you gained, if you lost, and this show is actually, you know, being a a worldwide show, this would be great for that resource because you can see, you know, you're talking about the languages and things. This would be perfect Mm -hmm. for that. So I would definitely head over to chartable, just kind of, you know, look it over a little bit. You'll see what I'm talking about but you need to connect your Spotify and you need to connect your, your Apple podcast to it. And in order to do that, you have to have your own login. So, okay. yeah. So there's a little bit of a background work you have to do in that, but those yeah. are the two biggest. And, and then it'll show you where you're charting and how many times you've charted and where you're charting. And, you know, and, and that's always been helpful for me because, you know, again, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, to me, a lot of podcasters, I think they just put it out there and they think that, okay, it's just, going to happen, but you have to know what yeah. that's happening at, you know, and, and you, it seems like you have yeah. a very good grasp on, on your numbers and where you're coming from. And I mean, hell you're doing shows in different languages. So <laughs> clearly know where your listens are coming from and that's great. And that's half the battle. So the, right. the second part is, 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 you know, where is it going to go and how is it going to grow? And that's what we're yeah. looking to do. We're definitely looking to grow. And I just, I'm so excited to see you grow and, you know, and, and you've got the Twitter. So you, are you on Instagram as well? Oh yeah. I did make Instagram a long time ago. I didn't, I haven't found a great use for it. If I get fan art, I'll post that there. So I have a couple of posts that people have sent me about fan art, but otherwise I just, I don't really use it, which I'm sure is a failing. Um, do you have any suggestions on how to use Instagram? 
I have none. I, you know, because <laughs> here's, here's my thing about Instagram. I've talked about it as every single episode since I, since I'm, I'm relaunching podcast whisper, I can't wrap my mind around putting a podcast in a, uh, like a picture format. You know? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. If you listen to the, I don't know what episode it was episode like 17 or something. Yeah. I was like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm going to do it because everyone else seems to do it, but I don't get it. And I don't, I, so I haven't really explored it for that same reason. And that's, that's why, that's why I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm here to learn too. I'm not here to just teach, but it just, <laughs> for me, it's, it just is such a, it's, it's a, it's a visual medium, you know, and, mm-hmm. and podcasting to me has never been a visual medium. There's one podcast that I did mentor called Simple Blasphemy and they do a live show every week and they do oh. a video though. It's, it's a video oh, and they okay. repost it to like, you know, Apple podcasts and things like that. So for them, it works. But for me, I'm not a visual person. Even the videos with my interviews that I do with the, the show creators, I don't use the video. I only use the, the audio portion of it because podcasting to me has always been an audio. So then I tried getting into like the little video snippets where I would, you know, take the best bits and put 30 seconds and put the words on the screen. And that just, that just is so much, so much work. <laughs> to yeah. And then you can't even put a link into Instagram until you have too many, so many followers. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, at least with, with Twitter, I could throw a picture out there, throw a link and say, here, this is, this is the episode I'm talking about. In Instagram, yeah. you have to have so many. So you have to do like a link tree and all this uh, other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it snowballs <laughs> for me. So, you know, when I, when I'm talking to the creators, there's actually every single person whom have submitted the show has an Instagram and I look at their Instagram and all mm-hmm. it is is just photos and album art and, and things about, you know, their, their episodes. I still can't, I just can't grasp. I can't grasp the, uh, the concept. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm glad I'm not alone though, because sometimes I feel that a lot of people are like, why aren't you using this, this opportunity? And I just don't understand. I don't understand either. Same thing with the, <laughs> uh, the, the, the numbers, the, um, Oh, the uh, episode numbers. Oh, right, right. I don't understand that. And I see that you do that here with yours. I'm looking at yours right now. Yeah. Like episode 79, April Fool's and announcement. What, what is with that? Because you know, iTunes does that for you. Well, Apple Podcasts is not uh, all iTunes. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm very, as you know, I'm very transparent about the whole process of creating the show. Um, when Anchor uh, started out, it used to autofill the episode numbers for you. Mm-hmm. So the episodes were usually just called episode one, episode two. Um, Anchor just did that. So I only had to upload the audio and it would just title the episode for me. So I started doing that because of Anchor. And eventually, I think it was, I don't remember exactly when it happened, but eventually Anchor stopped auto doing that. And I didn't know, like, I didn't want the show to be like, here's 30 episodes. And then all of a sudden there's no episodes. And if you're jumping in at the end or like, you you know, I thought it'd be confusing. So I just kept the tradition of episode one, episode two, going just because it already did for like 30 episodes from when I was just using anchor straight. So I just kept it up for the sake of consistency. So you know, like how far the journey is. And especially because a lot of it is, uh, uh, you know, you, you start episode 10 and it totally from thing in episode 20, maybe the show is called something else. Maybe there's a different logo or something. So for, for narrative sake, I like to keep the episodes counted. So you, so you're not confused if you're jumping around or something like that. It makes sense. I mean, it, it really does. I, uh, I love that. I know you don't like them now. Yeah. Well, it's not that I don't like them. I just, I, I don't understand it, you know, because again, like my yeah. thought process is like, I'm looking at episode 63 right now. Okay. The complete mm-hmm. season one definitive edition. Right. <laughs> so when I'm, when I'm looking at that on my device, whether it's in my iPhone, iPad, or in my car, wherever I'm listening to, all yeah. I'm going to see is episode 63, the complete, and that's it. <laughs> 
You yeah. know, so I yeah, like me, true. and this is just my personal opinion. I mean, again, this is this is this is why we're doing this. We're we're you know talking about this. Yeah, is that I I like to know what I'm listening to now. One of the other podcasters I spoke to, very brilliant, uh, said to me, um, the reason that she does it is because back in the day, I'm not sure how old you are, but I'm a little bit older. Back in the day, <laughs> when we would listen to like vinyl or we would listen to CDs, if you asked me today, like, oh, what track was, you know, Believe on, on Cher's album in 1999, I could tell you the track number. Okay. So in her mind, she's like, oh, I do episode numbers because I want people to go, oh, I was listening to episode 60. And that was right. about, you know, the complete season one. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's so yeah. interesting to get the different feedback on why people do it and why some people don't. I don't do it like for Confession Radio or even Podcast Whisper because here, especially with yours, like, uh, you know, uh, podcast reviews, reviews, podcast. <laughs> this would be episode whatever. You wouldn't be able to see what your title of your show is. Yeah. So for me, it yeah. works, but for you, it works as well because you know episode seventy four today. You'll see the entire episode on your screen. Right. Right. I try to keep my episode titles short uh, for that reason too. Um, of course, the episode sixty three, the complete season one definitive edition, is a, probably the longest title I have. So you picked yeah. a good one for that. But but most of them, I try to keep to like <laughs> one, one or two words. And um, and like four first, hours, four hours. I didn't see that yeah. one yesterday. So that's the entire like complete first. <laughs> yeah. Time. So if you, if you listen to the first 63 episodes at once, you just listen to that one file. You don't have to listen, you don't have to download them all individually. That see, again, that's, that's something I missed yesterday when I was, when I was reviewing this, that is, that's another step ahead of everything because it's, it's for people who like the, you know, the shortness of it, but then there's people mm-hmm. who are, may, it might be on a two hour trip and they just want to listen to this entire thing instead of exactly. you know, every episode. Why not sponsors though in Patreon? Um, so I have, I have Patreon. Oh, why not tell, uh, t- talk about my patrons on the no. show? Oh. Why, why don't you have sponsors instead of, of Patreon? Oh, you know, I just, it's one of those things. I just, it's never, I've never, uh, talk to anybody about sponsors. Um, I think my show is so short. I imagine sponsors wouldn't want to be part of it uh, because if an episode is, let's say 35 seconds and then the ad is about two minutes long, it would be a real imbalance um, for the listeners as well. And I don't know if people are, I don't know. I just, it's one of those topics I haven't even thought about. I mean, I've thought about it, but I haven't had time or I haven't been focused on it enough yet. Do you have any advice about how to get sponsors or Something well, like the advice was to don't do sponsors because sponsors are a pain in the ass. Um, oh, okay. So so Patreon's great. It's, it's okay. great because the way I, I viewed it, and, and again, you know, coming from radio background, for me, it was it, back in the day, sponsors was what paid your bills, but mm-hmm. they also come and go. So if you have, um, let's say on your Patreon, you have 100 subscribers. I'm sorry, sure. not Patreon. Let's just say on Apple Music. Uh, Jesus, I can't even talk today. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, let's say that you have 100 subscribers, right? Right. And each one of those donated a dollar to your Patreon. That's 100 bucks a month that you're going to make off of that. Versus a, a sponsor who's going to say, we're going to run for three months. We're going to do cost per million. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, we're going to give you $10 cost per million and all this, you know, there's too much math to break up for one and two, they come and go. Whereas your, your subscribers, if you continuously put out quality content, will have mm-hmm. no problem paying for that. So I'm finding that it's better to have a Patreon or something of that, oh, that okay. you know, the, the, the crowdfunding, uh, versus doing uh, a sponsor because again, they come and go sponsors yeah. are good for short term, but Patreon's better for long term. 
Yeah, yeah. That, well, I think you're you're doing great with it with oh, that. Good. Plus, also <laughs> your merchandise too, like that. Right. Know, the, the whole merchandise thing that that was that is so cool. And I, I had a question about the the merchandise of so the the t shirts. Um, yeah. So <laughs> let me let me click it real quick because I have to read sure. it. Like the the t shirt that said, um, "I am a resilient jelly man, and this is my time <laughs> to shine." What is that? That was from that was like actually a Discord event. Um, some other podcasters got together and played a like a tabletop RPG. And um, my character, it it wasn't really about our show, but they they liked the character that I played, which was a a jellyfish human hybrid. So they said, let's make a shirt and we'll buy it. Are you, are you having success with the merchandise? Um, The PRRP merchandise, I'm having more success than the random other stuff, but uh, I've had some sales. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So that's great. And that's because you're, again, you're, you're constantly thinking about how to evolve this. You're, you're definitely light years ahead of most and and (laughs) even seasons people, because you know, I, I've, I've tossed around merchandise. I've tossed around different things to do, um, you know, for confession radio, which is my longest running. Uh, but mm-hmm. me personally, I'm more of a flipper. I'll, I'll create the show. I'll design it. I'll produce it. I'll edit it. And then I'll sell it. That's what I do. Okay. Gotcha. You know, so I've sold many different shows in the past. And I mean, the only one that's really that I've, that I've held on to is confession radio and now podcast whisper in, in its second season. And the reason I did this is because I want to help other people and learn from other people too, because yeah. I'm, I'm not a master at this by any means, but you know, I've been doing it for a long time and, and it just interesting talking to creators like yourself who, who has all of these like brilliant ideas. And I, I can't <laughs> wait to hear or see the next, the next step in this. Like, you know, what, what are your plans? Yeah. So right now I'm finishing up, finishing up a little arc where I'm um, essentially emulating a educational experience about a lot of things such as the, you know, the language episode you talked about and stuff like that. So I'm kind of trying to broaden my horizons. For, I mean, next week as a preview, I'm going to do a creative writing episode to give them ideas about how to write a good review. Um, and so after that little mini arc, I'm going to try to reach out. Um, and I, right now what I'm really focused on is trying to get as many ears as possible. So I'm going to try to just reach out to a lot of different podcasts or I'm going to maybe make a episode and put it on YouTube to see if that takes something like that. So I'm just trying to find different avenues. I've been kind of maybe a little bit too insulated in like the discord community. So I'm just trying to keep branching outwards and what other avenues I can to use to, to expand the podcast. That's what's yeah. next. There's, there's, I mean, there's no, there's no solution for that. That's, that's the biggest part is just getting into people's ears, you know, as, yeah. and, and again, like you said, you don't have a Hollywood budget. Nobody does. I mean, hell, I've been doing that's this since true. 2009 and I'm still not making any money off of it, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, but what you're doing though, is you're creating a brand out of it. I'm, I'm more interested in creating, um, as I said earlier, creating the show and selling it and, and doing it that way. You're creating a longevity brand out of this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's, it's a great concept and I really, I really see good things for it because I really think that this can blossom into other, other uh, things. And, you know, I, I just can't, I can't wait. And you're, you're very brilliant. Um, you're very <laughs> smart. Obviously you, you, you've got three awards and you've only been doing this since what, November, 2018? 2018? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So November 2018. and, and that's, that's phenomenal. That is, that is, I mean, I know it's only indie awards, but still, that's still something to be very proud of. And yeah, no, I'm very ha- proud and happy with it. I mean, uh, and I'm very thankful for everyone who listens and nominated because those, it had to be a vote, you know? So yeah. it, it was, uh, I think it was pure numbers. So the fact that people voted for it is a, you know, very warms my heart. Yes, absolutely. So before we go, yes. Talk to the new podcaster who was sitting there going, 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I can do this. What, what advice can you give them that would help push them to, to get, their, get their voice out there? Yeah. I mean, I think as long as you stay consistent, um, stay, a lot of people will say your show doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. It's dumb and whatever. But if you believe in your vision, sometimes you just have to just keep pushing against the, you know, the negativity or the lack of anything. And then a year later you'll get three rewards. So just, I think it's just, uh, uh, don't listen to anyone who, disagrees with you. You can only just do what you know. Yeah. I think that's, that's sound advice because I always say that, you know, the universe gave you your vision, not to anybody else. So you have to kind of portray that and understand how can you get your vision out to other people to, to see that. And that's exactly what you're doing here. I mean, you're doing all the right moves with the marketing, with the merchandise, with all the advertising and things that you're doing out there. And, and it, it's clearly catching on because you're getting reviews pretty consistently, which is great. That's true. Yeah. So, and you know, and eventually you'll be in the iTunes top 100 and you know, then from there it'll just spark a fire. So I absolutely agree with that. I mean, your vision, everybody, I think everybody has something to say and everybody has something to learn. And I think we can definitely learn a lot from this. If, if you're looking for a show that you want to learn from, this is definitely the, the <laughs> show to do it. You know, I mean, I think it's, it's great. So if only what to learn, not what not to do what not to do. Well, I mean, there's, there's no right answer to that because only you would know not what to do. That's, you know, only you are going to make those mistakes and realize, Oh, okay, well this didn't work and that did work, but what doesn't work for you might work for somebody else. Right. You know, so that's, that's, that's the the, the big problem. That's true. That's true. A lot of this is also dedication and time and passion because, you know, we all got bills to pay. And, and again, starting out, this isn't, this is going to be a labor of love. You know, your 12 yeah. hour days are now 14 hour days and 16 hour <laughs> days because you're editing and you're, 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 you're trying to get out of your day job and like, how can I get out of my day job and do this and work on this at the same time? And now it's a side hustle. Now it's literally a part-time job that turns into a full-time gig. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all about the work-life balance. What other, what questions do you have for me? Is there anything I can help you with? Yeah. I mean, I think just uh, what have you found is a good way to, get eyes on, like, I know this is what we've talked about the whole episode, but like, you know, do you have any suggestions where you think the show should go or what I should look at ahead of time? Cause you're, you obviously have a totally different uh, world of knowledge than I have. Uh, so anything you have to, you think that would benefit PRRP? Well, I, I think that where you're going is, is I, I don't know where, I, I don't have any advice as far as to where else it can go at this point. Um, yeah, I do see you can probably do a visual medium for it if you get some time to do like a YouTube and take it to the mm-hmm. next level to an Instagram as it were. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, kind of take it that way and, and kind of make a, you know, I don't know if you can make a whiteboard drawing of, of some, because some of the reviews are hilarious. They're not just like, oh, I love your show. They're like talking, like you said, you did a rap about a grocery store, you know? So, <laughs> you know, those types yeah. of reviews can be made into whiteboard drawings or made into an animation of some sort. That'll yeah. take it into the next, you know, and take it into the next level. And then that can spin off into other merchandise and, you know, things True. like that. So um, I think if you just keep doing what you're doing, I don't have any advice as, as, for, as to, you know, to push you further, just to continue what you're doing and just really pay attention and, and just, just, I mean, you, you're, you're doing it all yourself. You really don't need <laughs> advice, honestly. Yeah. I'm learning more from you than you're learning from me, which is great. 
<laughs> well, that's great. I mean, it's, it's good to talk to you after it's funny what a year's done, you know, for, for both of our podcasts. You're not kidding. Cause I, I listened, like I said, last night, I listened to the, the first review I did for you. And I think the only advice that I had offered you in the first one in March, uh, March 22nd was that, you know, people don't know who you are. They couldn't connect with you. And, and which now I understand why it makes sense, you know, that, they, that like there was no like, hey, my name is, you know, and you can find me here because there's this like mystery to it because it's not about you. It's about the actual reviews and about. The yeah, listeners. exactly. Exactly. And I understand that now. But see, this is another <laughs> reason why I relaunched this the way I did, because mm-hmm. now I can talk to the creator and ask those questions. Yeah, that's you know, true. Before I didn't have that. I had face value. So when I listened to your episode, your show the first time, I only had what was face value. I couldn't say, hey, why don't you say your name or why can't they find you anywhere? Because <laughs> it's not about you, the host. It's about them, the listener. Right. But you're perceptive enough to realize to give it a shot. Like if you had heard it and you didn't get it, you would have dismissed it and put it aside. Like I imagine you almost did. So you still have a good, you know, it's probably nice to talk to the people too, but don't discredit your own, you know, value of, of your perception and your, your good judge of, of content. Yeah. And I did. Honestly, I listened to it the first time when you submitted it, I listened to it and I thought it was a joke. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is so, as you heard in my description, this is really dumb. And then it, a couple of days later, I went back to it and I was like, I just, I'm so curious now. I got to see what this is about. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. I, I listened to it a second time. And I think at that point, you had a couple more episodes out and I'm like, this is absolutely hysterical. This is, you know, but this just goes to show though, there is an audience for everybody and everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is a very niche thing and, and that's what we're not getting. You can't throw a noodle against the wall and expect it to just stick and say, okay, this is what's going to happen. You've evolved from episode one. And the best part about it is you, you can hear your journey all the way from episode one to where you're at today. I don't even know what episode you're on now, but. Um, yeah, 85. Yeah, so 85. So in 84 episodes, you can listen to your evolution, which is, uh, that's, that's what <laughs> podcasting is to me. You know, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. Listen to episode one and then go to episode 30 and then go to episode 50 and then 85 and just right. listen to the evolution. You don't have to listen to the whole catalog, but just listen right. to the evolution. And that's what most people are not doing. They, they do these hundred episodes and they go, oh, I, you know, I only got a hundred downloads or, you know, only yeah. a thousand people are listening and I have no Patreons and I have no sponsors. And the downfall with Anchor yeah, they, yeah. They, they promise you all these sponsors and monetization and all this other stuff from, from doing this. And, and I'm, I'm part of a lot of these communities as well. And, and that's the biggest complaint we see in, in Anchor, uh, and like the Facebook things, is that, oh, you know, it's, it's been two weeks. And I don't have a sponsor yet. It's like, slow down, Poppy. You know, like, first of all, <laughs> you have three episodes out. You know, like, think of yourself as a business. Would you want to advertise on somebody that just launched three episodes that sounds like you're eating the microphone? Like, <laughs> you know, no, no yeah. disrespect, but that, that's where the majority of pod fading comes from is because the expectations aren't set properly. But with right. this show, I think, I, I truly, truly wholeheartedly believe that if you listen from episode one to, to current, you will understand the journey and how to grow. Yes. I I truly believe that. Yeah. So that was long-winded, but I just had to get that out there. Thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. So I thank you again for your time. And I truly, truly can't wait to see what's going to happen here. And, you know, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode. You can always reach out to me if you need any help, ideas, you want to bounce anything off of me. Well, you know, I'll gladly help you with whatever I can. Excellent. Thank you so much. And thanks for inviting me back on.
No problem. And where can they find you? Uh, P-R-R-P? Yeah. If you, so I, 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 you'll hear in the episode, but I made it P-R-R-P. For, so when you type in your podcast, uh, Podcatcher, that pops up, whereas the word podcast and reviews are way harder to find. So P-R-R-P, if you're listening in your podcatcher. Otherwise, like on Twitter, you can find it at Reviews Pod. Reviews Pod. Perfect. On Twitter. Yeah. Thank you again. I appreciate it. And uh, until next time, I cannot wait to hear your podcast. 